Hey, Dr. Ed, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Good, good. To everyone that is listening today on Burn the Shit, we have Dr. Ed Mescali with Mescali Chiropractic. We definitely appreciate you being here. How's it going today? My pleasure. Everything's great, man. Good, good. So today, you know, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, What we want to do is learn a little bit more about you and the service that you provide. As far as with us, what we did during the pandemic was try to figure out a way to continue to bring value bring value to our prospective clients, our current clients, and our referral partners. So we started the MP Group Presents, which that has went very well, well over a year now. And then about six months into it, we started doing the podcast. We did that to highlight our referral partners, to let other people out in the world know about what it is you do and how we can best refer others to you. So what we want to do today is just learn more about you. So if you don't mind sharing us, where were you from? You're from New York, correct? I was born and raised on Long Island, New York. New York. Okay. So New York. How did you go away from New York down here to the south? It was completely unplanned, no. Uh, I came down to visit a relative, my sister, and uh, when I did, uh, she, being a little older than me, was interested in my future, and I was in the uh, college undergrad years, and she uh, uh, was probing as to what I might be interested in, so I was telling her about how I was interested in chiropractic. I was finding out about a profession that you know she had no experience with. I didn't either myself. And uh, when I came down to visit her, she said, it's funny, you know, I run into a lot of students in this area, whether I'm at a movie theater or a restaurant, and I feel like there may be a school near here. So uh, in the upcoming future, she researched that and found out there was a college here called Life Chiropractic College at the time, is now Life University. And uh, when I came down to visit the next time, she had arranged for me to have a tour. And so I took a tour. I was swept off my feet by Southern Hospitality. Nice. And the next thing you know, I'm moving down to go to school at Life Chiropractic. Awesome. That's a big change. Uh, But the good thing is you already had a family member here to help you get Mm -hmm. established. Uh, That comfort level was risen up some, I'm sure, you know, having her here already. Yeah, it was good all the way around. My my sister benefited. I I did well with that. My parents were happy to know that we were going to be together. Uh, if we were going to be far from home, we were at least going to be near each other. Okay. Okay. So now tell me, you already had in mind a chiropractic. You were uh, interested in it. What brought that interest? What made you get interested in chiropractic? It's really not the most romantic of stories, I'll tell you. I was I was aware of the fact that in my undergrad years that I, that I, I was uh, taken with science. I, I like biology. I like the study of living things. As a young person, I used to always care for things. If there was an injured animal or, you know, some little critter that needed some rehabilitation in some form or fashion. And so uh, it just seemed like the natural movement in, in that regard. I wasn't interested in necessarily being like an oceanographer or a teacher of biology or, uh, you know, something along those lines. I wanted to be a practitioner in the healing arts, and I was drawn to the fact that chiropractic is very uh, clean, uh, it's very safe, and uh, it's very um, non-invasive to the body. So I was interested in that uh, particularly, and uh, it just seemed like I was looking for something that I felt was special to me. Okay. And I found what I, I felt like I found what I was looking for. Awesome, awesome, that's a good deal. Now, going through the courses of Life College, what would you say was the your favorite course that you that you took while you were in life college? Oh, good question. Uh, 
I think um, some of the anatomy courses, and uh, not to uh, get too uh, graphic, but there were some dissection courses that would actually have, you know, the human body laid out, you know, so you could really learn, really delve in and see how the body is put together. And that was the most fascinating experience I could have ever had when I was in school. Okay, awesome. That's good to know, because the thing about why we do this is we try to figure out, you know, your why and what it is that drives you to be special and for people to choose you. You know, there's plenty of people out there that provide the same service that you do, but we do these to try to highlight yourself. So that's why I ask those types of questions. So you're going to life, uh, you finished up. What happened once you got ready to finish or got towards the end? Well, it happens that uh, during the time that I was in school, I met uh, my wife and I made the decision that we were, uh, you know, so close with each other that I didn't want to leave and go return home to New York. Uh, And yet she was not really in a place where she was ready to leave with me and go to New York. And so we weren't married at that time either. Uh, And so I made the decision to stick around the area. Uh, I had opportunities because when I was in school, uh, I nurtured relationships with field practitioners. And so I had an opportunity to begin my practice completely from scratch without any loans or any uh, financing of any type just started with two patients uh, in Marietta, uh, Georgia, and that's where I began. And so that's where I've been ever since. I've had a couple of locations in Marietta over my 35-year career now. Awesome. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Make sure that people know that you have been in this practice for 35 years. That's amazing. You have seen a lot of different bodies, a lot of different body styles, a lot of different ailments. So that is important for people to keep in mind that he hasn't just seen one body. He's had 35 years of bodies. And one of the things that we talked about before we got started is you wanted to talk about the science, you know, the practice of chiropractic. So if you don't mind, just share with us a little bit about it and your thoughts on, you know, oh, chiropractic. Uh, that's, it's a, a big topic. It's, you don't know where to begin, but one, one thing that I, has always fascinated me, and I've spoken about this recently with some of my patients, is the miracle that the human body is and the incredible recuperative ability it has to recover and get well. They refer to that as vitality, and the vitalistic approach is where um, the human body is capable of healing itself. Rather than looking to outside sources for recovery and for healing that is innate to the body, we, we really work with the body's ability to heal itself. And so when I see a person walk through the front door of my practice, and they may make a complaint. Uh, They have maybe a list of complaints. Um, Usually when a person goes to any doctor, whether it's a chiropractor or a medical doctor or any doctor, they're usually complaining of pain or the inability to perform some task. And so at the moment that they walk through the threshold of the door, they also walk in with the answer. The solution is internal, it's in their body. So when we do what we do as chiropractors to locate areas that are not moving properly, not functioning well, that affect the health of the body, the nervous system in particular, um, and then you work with those areas and help them to regain their normal function, it's amazing what the human body is capable of doing. Okay. And people recover, uh, people you know, get better from conditions of pain, maybe, you know, chiropractic is t- tends to be associated with headaches and back pain. But there are so many other things that I've seen happen 
Uh, do you have time for a quick story? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I had a patient that I just saw yesterday for the third time. Uh, and this person was recently diagnosed with lymphoma. Uh, a problem that they were having is involving the tonsil. And one of the tonsils is very enlarged and is showing some indications of some growth that ought not be that way. And so as a side of effect of that problem, this patient also had a problem with their jaw, the movement of their jaw. And so they were incapable of opening the jaw well enough to eat and to chew foods that were anything other than semi-soft or, you know, uh, or liquids. Yeah. And so in order to get proper nourishment and to be able to recover from something like, you know, a cancerous situation, it's imperative that the person be able to eat, you know, and open the jaw. So after three visits and on the, even the second visit, this patient uh, sends me a text message. It happened to be on Father's Day evening. Okay. Uh, each and every one of my patients gets my personal cell phone number. And so she sent me a text and so excited to report that she can now open her jaw fully and eat the way she needs to eat, which is an important part of the recovery that she needs to do for getting over her condition. Yeah, that's, so, that's awesome because, yeah. you know, I'm a novice to it. And my first thoughts are he's going to simply crack my back and make me feel better. Yeah, yeah. It seems as if it is an entire body experience that you have. So it's dealing with what your arms, your wrists, everything, correct? Exactly. Not just your back? Yeah. I, I, in my practice in particular, I take that approach, a full body approach where we deal with not only the main frame of the body, which is typically associated with chiropractic would be the spine um, and the skeletal structure. But in addition to that, there are many other contributing factors to people's chronic reoccurring problems. Uh, and uh, certainly if somebody had a fresh or acute injury, that would also involve things like elbows and shoulders and wrists and the jaw. As I mentioned, uh, this particular patient had the problem of not being able to open and close the jaw properly. But a lot of other times you may find a problem involving the jaw, which is referred to as the TMJ. And it may not be revealing itself in that way. Instead, the person may have chronic reoccurring headaches. And uh, they may have gone to medical doctors and taken every over-the-counter prescription medication uh, that's available to them, you know, by prescription or over-the-counter. And, uh, and they don't get the result they're looking for. And even if they do feel better, it's usually not the permanent fix that they're hoping for. Uh, and so that temporary relief that is sometimes provided is just not enough after a period of time. So when we work with the body, we do take a full-person, whole-body approach in my office. Other chiropractors do some things a little differently. I am definitely not here to tell you that I'm any better than any other chiropractor. We are not working against each other. Uh, these are my colleagues, and they're doing a fabulous job with their patients. In my office, I just do the best I can do with my patients, and they seem to do well. They, okay. seem, to, they seem to benefit by the care that they receive. Yeah, it seems like you are trying to make what the machine the body in itself work as one because, mm -hmm. you know, listening at what you're saying, it could be where there's one small thing that's off over here. Mm -hmm. So you do the full body scan, you relieve this issue and that makes the machine work properly. That seems uh, as if the, uh, the model that you follow. Right. Anything you can do to number one, enhance and, and, and restore normal function will then allow the body to work the way it's designed. And the design of the body is 
nothing short of miraculous. If you think about it, in, in, in one respect, you have a structure. Okay, mm -hmm. so uh, movements, mechanical operation, things that we've learned in physics, such as leverage and fulcrums and pulleys, um, those all apply to the human body as well as to any machine or lawnmower or anything that moves. Uh, and so in the body, they refer to that as biomechanics. And when things are aberrant or not functioning properly, the body does a great job of coping and uh, compensating as best it can. And it will do so for as long as it can until the stresses build up to the point where the body can no longer cope. And when that happens, then we see the expression of an outward sign, which we refer to as a symptom. So symptoms could include pain, they could include immobility, they could also include numbness or weakness or tingling. Mm -hmm. Any of those things are really a symptom or a sign that something inside the body is not functioning the way it's designed to do. And so when we take care of a patient, we're looking for those areas that are in the, when the structural standpoint are not moving properly. A lot of people think that a chiropractor is looking to put a bone back in place. Mm -hmm. I contend, based on the science and the literature, that I'm not putting the bone back in place. I'm freeing the bone to be able to move in its designed range of motion so that it can then find its natural place. They refer to this as a juxtaposition, where one bone in relationship to its neighbor is able to find that seat where it functions in the most opti optimal and efficient manner possible with the least amount of stress, the least amount of wear and tear, which would then make, make the least amount of future degenerative changes. Okay. And when that is not functioning that way, then basically you have the opposite. That effect would be that you're on a fast path toward degenerative change and wear and tear and essentially premature aging. Mm -hmm. uh, and so when you restore function, the body just does miraculously. Okay. Now, um, I could go a little further into that. if Yeah, you I was going to say, it seems as if you brought some tools to help yeah. with those symptoms, with right. the pain or the immobility. Can you share how these tools that you brought with us helps us to stay in line? Certainly. Uh, I thought you'd never ask. Uh, I, uh, I brought some tools that I refer to. These are called activators. Activator is a method, an analysis, uh, and, and a technique, if you will, of chiropractic adjusting. Um, there is also a method of analysis that you determine where the problem areas are. And so I don't have that on the table because it's, it's up here. It's an intellectual thing that you can find the places by doing tests that involve movements, that involve muscle contractions, but they're for the purpose of seeing how does the brain receive information from the body, from the periphery, to be able to assess whether something is working right or moving properly in order to to make a change. Mm -hmm. So first of all, the brain would be sitting up here, right? And the brain is a, a sensory-based um, system that, uh, that involves, uh, it needs information to be able to then give a proper response. So if it's gonna control something like posture or balance or you know, equilibrium, then it first has to understand what is the current state of where I am right now? What is my right knee uh, pressure or position in relationship to my right hip, or for example, the feet in relationship to the knees or anything of that nature. So in order for it to receive those signals, there has to be some movement to stimulate an impulse that would then travel along the spinal cord 
up to the brain. Mm -hmm. Those are re together referred to as the central nervous system. And then that information would then be perceived or received in the brain. Uh, and then it would then trigger a response. We have to then, you know, balance things out or whatever. So if we find an area, for example, that's not moving properly, we can use the activator, which is totally adjustable, very gentle, very, very safe. I've been practicing 35 years. I've never hurt anybody. We've never had one malpractice suit or a case of an injury or anything like that. And so we're going to go ahead and just make a little adjustment, let's say, to one of the vertebrae by contacting the area, paying attention to the angles you know, of contact and, and, and of thrust, and then you just make a little adjustment. So it does not have to hurt. Okay. There is no, uh, it doesn't have to be uh, vigorous or, or, you know, uh, a lot of twisting and popping. Some people really do enjoy that, but other people would rather not. And so this is an option for them. So you can see here that this little, you know, demonstrator is that there is really a real force that is coming out of there. And the laws of, uh, of physics are such that if you accelerate a force very fast, the way mm -hmm. this instrument is able to do, hundreds of times faster than a human hand can deliver an impulse, then you can move a mass with a force that is lighter. Okay. So that's how we use the activator instrument. I also have some other instruments that I use. In my particular practice, I pay attention to muscle tone and, uh, and tension of muscles. They call that hypertonicities when the muscles are too tight. And so if we locate those areas, you know, they would be overlaying the framework, We'll also use an instrument like this, which is a trigger wheel. It's basically designed by a chiropractor, but it is essentially a massage tool for connective tissue. Okay. And then also the same chiropractor designed this tool, which was referred to as an intracell stick. And an intracell stick is nothing more than what some people think is a rolling pin, but it's flexible. As you can see, it gives and bends. Right. And it's able to be used over the back muscles, the shoulder muscles, the neck muscles, and whatnot. This is not necessarily the core of the treatment or the care that we offer. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's an, an addendum. It's a supplement that makes things work better, more likely to hold better and remain the way that we would like them to remain. So these are some of the tools that I use. There's a whole host of other things I have at my office that I can use as well. Absolutely. We definitely appreciate you sharing that. And what you've done for the people that are listening to Burn the Ship today is giving them a peek into chiropractic and how it actually works. It's not just about cracking your back, we'll see you in five more minutes, and right. then we crack it again, and then you go from there. It's more of a holistic approach right. of how you go about taking care of the body. So you've done a great job of sharing with them what yes. it is that you do. Now, one of the things that's important to me is finding out who can be of service for you. Does it start with Babies that are six weeks old, like you do with daycare, up to 150? Or what, where do you start and where do you stop? You know, it's interesting that you would ask that question. I have had patients that are babies, infants, as young as one day old. I've cared for their mothers during their, their prenatal time and then made their, made their, uh, their experience of delivery as l less stress as possible. And then naturally, in, in, in follow up on that care, they want the baby to make sure that everything during that delivery is not in any kind of a, a, a problematic way. And so we will make a very gentle adjustment. The instruments have that advantage, is that they can be turned down so lightly that an infant can actually receive an adjustment if needed. Now, somebody might say, well, why would an infant ever want to have an adjustment? Or why would they need an adjustment? And I would say to them this, 
the movement patterns that we talked about in here, the mechanical operation of the body, is subject to having, you know, proper function or improper function very easily. Any problems that developed in utero or in the development of an infant, uh, of, of a baby, um, could, you know, cause a little problem where a, per- a baby might not be able to mo- turn its neck properly. It doesn't have balance in that sense. Um, a lot of times young children, infants, have issues with croup, uh, you know, where they have a chronic coughing issue that is related to a nerve irritation. Um, they also have the ability to have troubles with their constipation, their bowel movements, um, even uh, uh, sometimes just simply, uh, you know, being ornery or, or not settled and not, cry- not crying a lot, but not sleeping at, as they should. And so we've had infants and babies in our office where we've taken care of them. And within an hour or two, they'll have a bowel movement, let's say, that they haven't had in weeks. Okay. And the parents are just, you know, They're so ecstatic. relieved and ecstatic and marvel at the fact. And again, I go back to the, the, the vitality that the human body has. And it just so happens that the vitality of a young person is way stronger than that of someone my age or your age. Makes a tons of sense. So to people that are listening, it's not just people who have gotten into a car accident. It's people who want their body to function properly. There are small adjustments that can be made even if you don't see that there is a issue at the time because your body is so marvelous. It's trying to fix it. You just make sure to maintain it. And if there is an adjustment that needs to be made before the pain comes, you can actually maintain them and not just fix them. You bring up a great point, and that is that that when a person first goes to a doctor, like we said earlier, usually it's for a complaint. Once they experience what it's like for their body to function optimally, it's a whole different picture at that point for them. Then a person is just interested in maintaining that. In our office, a maintenance visit is once every four to six weeks. In some chiropractic offices, they like to do it a little more often. They will have a patient have maintenance on a weekly basis. I personally just have not found that it's necessary to have a patient in my office that frequently in order to maintain them. They seem to do well enough when I take care of them periodically, like like I described. Um, But, you know, again, each chiropractor does it a little bit differently. The way that I do it, I try to be really gentle and I try to be really thorough. Um, We write down every adjustment that takes place in the office on every patient so that I have the opportunity to look back on past visits and see where the patterns may may be. That exposes some information that I can do, that I can use to to head problems off at the pass and then help that person to functionally, you know, optimize their performances, whether it's a sport or just simply wanting to pick up their grandchildren, you know, and play play with them. Right. Well, we definitely understand that there's different ways to do it, but you've been doing it for 35 years. I have heard nothing but great things about you and how you go about caring for people. So that is important. Again, we try to get to that why someone should, you know, give you and Terry a call, you know, to set an appointment. So you've done a magnificent job of explaining to us about chiropractic. You share with us who's a good target for yourself. Now, in your industry, my first assumption would be like a massage therapist would be a good referral partner for you. Who would you say has been a great referral partner uh, over the years you've been in business? 
Uh, are you talking about in general or specific people? I would say like for us, you know, we do credit card processing. So CPAs, website developers, business coaches, those people who are talking to decision makers are good referral partners for us, uh, like bookkeepers and Christy. Yeah. You know, so who has been that industry that gives you a flow of opportunities? Wow. I, it's so diverse, uh, Roderick. It's really interesting. I do receive referrals from uh, massage therapists, uh, and and they are a natural good fit. In my office, I have a massage therapist. I have an affiliation with two, a male and a female. And uh, and then in addition to that, you know, a business person could be a good referral partner in, in my case. Um, I have people that come to see me from all areas and all walks. But I, I, I really would like to nurture relationships with other healthcare providers. I have, uh, I, I have a long history of referring people to other healthcare practitioners like dentists, like uh, TMJ experts, like physical therapists, uh, you know, uh, medical doctors of different types. And uh, I would love to see a little bit more of the medical profession working in cooperation with the chiropractic profession. As I said earlier, you know, we're not in competition. Mm-hmm. We're here to help work together as a team to benefit the patient. And uh, so I'm open to those kind of relationships. But I would say, you know, the most natural one that you mentioned is the massage therapy field. Uh, that would be a great partner for me. Uh, dentists are. But then other businesses, like, for example, a tow truck company is going to come in contact with people who maybe have been injured because they just had a wreck or an accident. That would be a great a great person to know about our office and our and, our, and what we offer people as an alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in addition to that, um, you know, other professionals, you know, so across the gamut. Okay. Yeah. One of the ones that came to mind when you were sharing um, would be like dance studios because they have so much impact on their body. Mm -hmm. You know, we have another member in our BNI group and she does a lot of dancing and I could see her twisting, turning, possibly falling and those types of things. So relationships with those choreographers could be good. And I just share that because the people that are listening, it's important for them to know how to refer people over to you. Yeah, I mean, when you said dance, I'm, I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Gymnasts, uh, martial arts, any of those that are looking for performance of their of their body, and and those little nagging, chronically reoccurring problems. It could be the arch of a foot or a toe that bothers somebody, or an elbow that just won't move like the other one. You know, any of those things are really important to take care of before they get out of hand and before they get to the point where they really become a an irreversible problem. Okay. Now you have had um, tons, tons of time in your industry. And at one point you had no time in your industry. You know, we want to make sure that the people that are listening today know about you, but we also would like for those new entrepreneurs or those people that are new to chiropractic, you know, providing that particular service, that person is like, Hey, I think that's what I would like to do. With you being having so many years in the industry, what would you share with that person that's young in the industry that they can push through and try to have a long career like yourself? Wow. I I would just say, you know, I always felt like if I take good care of people, then somehow either God or the universe is going to take good care of me, you know? And that's what I put first and foremost. And in my particular case, and this kind of fits in a little bit, is that 
we have scheduled our patients in such a way where we give them optimal care and time. We, we schedule in our office a little different than most chiropractic offices. We schedule each patient an hour apart. In chiropractic, that's not exactly the norm. Uh, usually a chiropractic visit tends to be approximately five to 10 minutes with the chiropractor. In my office, it's an hour. And uh, some of my professional colleagues would say, well, what do you do with a patient for a whole hour when we can take care of them in five minutes? And it's just a different approach. I'm being a little bit more um, you know, uh, thorough in my analysis. I'm taking care of more areas. Uh, not to say that I'm better, I'm just saying it's a different approach. And at the same time, we're, we're also um, you know, uh, you know, taking care of muscles and the things that, you know, that, that would really facilitate that adjustment holding and remaining well so that the person really doesn't need to come back as often. So to answer your question, I would say if you can kind of be, be you know, patient-centered and minded and not so much your own self or your own livelihood or income-minded, I managed to get by just fine that way. Um, we have patients that have been under care for a long period of time that started with complaints and then now they just maintain themselves in wellness. Uh, and it seems that it works well. Okay. So those that are new to the industry, you know, his advice is for you guys to stay customer focused or patient patient. Yeah focus because if you take care of them like i'm sure you've had you've gotten plenty of referrals from your clients Mm -hmm. uh, and that has helped you to grow grow the practice now here at the mp group you know we focus on you and making sure that uh, we are bringing value to you Um, can you think of any other way that we can help you as far as uh well promoting your message or whatever the case may be i mean you guys are just way out in front of any other merchant service company that I can imagine because I am your customer for years now and whenever I've had a problem you guys are always right on the scene right on the spot it's the best experience I've ever had prior to that my merchant service company was located in Florida and they were nothing more than a 1-800 number to me uh, and this is completely different I really feel like you guys are there for us when when we need you um, and, uh, you know, so I, I don't think there's much more you could do than what you're doing right here. I mean, okay. this is just wonderful. Getting the word out for me is it's almost like a public service because the human body is amazing. And there are a lot of people out there suffering needlessly, as they say. And uh, they don't know that there's an opportunity for them to be to be improved or made better. Okay. Uh, they just rely on, you know, like, for example, health comes in a little bottle. That's what we're taught. If you see a magazine and you look at the ads, that's what you see. If you look at a bus stop, that's what you see. If you look anywhere in publications, it's all about, you know, those pharmaceutical, you know, industries ads that say, you know, health comes in a bottle. And I'm not here to knock that, the profession of medicine or pharma- pharmacology, but I am going to tell you that without the human body's vitality and recoverability, none of that would work anyway. Okay. Makes tons of sense. Tons of sense. So, you know, again, we focus on you. And one of the segments that we have in all of our podcasts is the last word. So you can give us a poem. You can uh, just tell us something off the cuff. But we want you to share with the people a message that you have for everyone. Wow. Talk about on the spot. You know, I... I don't know what to say other than the fact that after 35 years, in my particular case, I still am entertained and enjoy immensely seeing what the human body does when you give it a fighting chance. And so I wish for every one of your viewers 
the same for that person in their respective profession, whether you're selling pool covers or whether you're pouring concrete or whether you're doing landscaping, whatever it is, uh, I would love for it to be for you as fulfilling as what I've been doing for these 35 years for myself. And so as far as parting words, I don't, I don't know what else I could say other than just thank you for this opportunity to be able to share with your audience, you know, about what I love so much. And, uh, and, and we wish for everybody out there to be as successful. Excellent. You've shown that passion there. Uh, you know, we try to figure out why someone should, you know, call on Dr. Ed for those services and those years of experience, the way that you care about the body and just your passion about what you do is that reason why people should choose you. Now, share with everyone here, how can we get in contact with you? Well, let me see. I have an office. I have one office nationwide. It's located near Kennestone Hospital in Marietta, Georgia, which conveniently happens to be located off of an interstate, 75. So I get to see people coming down from Chattanooga, let's say, or up from Atlanta. Uh, so that's been a real blessing to my practice. Um, but uh, I have, uh, I give my cell phone number out to all our patients once they are patients. Uh, and I have a, an office number. Can, should I give my yes, office number? Please. Okay, it's a, it's a 770 area code. And the number is 427-8877. And that's my office number for many years. Uh, and then also we have a, a website. It's drmascali.com. You can find me on the web. As I say, I've been practicing in Marietta for 35 years as a chiropractor, so I should be able to be located with any kind of a Google search or anything of that nature. Awesome, awesome. Well, everyone, today we were blessed to have Dr. Ed Miscali. We truly appreciate you, and uh, thanks for joining us today. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you guys so much, man. The MP group is just the best. You guys rock. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.